folks and welcome to episode 34 of Nature Therapy Online. My name is Stephen McCabe and I'm an ecotherapist living in Midlothian in Scotland. And at the moment I'm sitting upstairs in my in my small house in the attic with my dog Yoro next to me. And as I record this podcast, it's um, it's that interesting time of year in between winter and spring. We're just past the pagan holiday of Imbolc, which is one of my favourite um, points in the year. The point where it's not quite spring yet. but that things are beginning to stay and that winter is on its way out. And I guess to celebrate in bulk a little bit late, a few weeks, quite a few weeks later, um, I want to tell a story. I want to share with you a Greek myth, the Greek myth of Persephone and Demeter and it's a story that is set at this time of year so I hope you enjoy it folks it's in bulk in bulk is a special time of year a liminal time of year it's still winter it's not quite spring but it's just at the halfway mark when winter has done its worst but spring isn't quite here we're talking about the first or second of February when the seeds are beginning to stay but they're not ready to sprout and at this time of year every year a woman walks onto a large field, to the same field that she's walked on since almost the beginning of time. Now this figure might be the figure of a woman, but this is not an ordinary woman. This is not even a goddess. This is a personification of nature itself. This is something happening in another realm, something that we can't understand without giving it human form. The figure is Demeter, the Greek goddess of the corn, she of the crops, and she's here waiting for her daughter like she's done since almost the beginning of time, almost, but not quite, because back Near the beginning of time, her beautiful daughter Persephone, with the golden hair down her back and the bright blue eyes, 
the pink shawl and the pure innocence and the love of nature, she went out onto this very field and she was picking flowers and she was enjoying, enjoying herself and having the time of her life when a chariot came out of the ground. Hades, the god of the underworld, came up on dark wheels, almost unseen. He was that quick and snatched Persephone and dragged her underground to be his wife, to be his lover, against her will. But when she got there, something happened and she decided that this was the role for her. And all of this is what goes on in Demeter's mind as she paces back and forth on this field at Imbolc at the beginning of February every single year. Because Persephone, her beautiful daughter, comes out of the underworld on this day for six months to be reunited with her mother before she goes back down into the underworld in late August. Demeter feels movement underneath the earth. She waits with anticipation to see her beautiful daughter again so she can feel that happiness again. And when she feels that happiness, she will bless the earth again and all of the crops will grow. And spring and summer will be here. As she feels the movement underneath her feet, she just feels this tremble of excitement. But it doesn't show on her face because her face is strangely expressionless. Remember, this is not a woman. This is not even a goddess, despite what a lot of people will say. This is nature itself in action. And then it happens. A mole's face pops up from underneath the ground. Demeter pulls her orange shawl over herself. Calmly, she walks backwards, her wide hips swaying from left to right, her pale white feet moving backwards to give room for the display of nature that is to come. From all directions around Demeter on the field, they come running, animals of all kinds. They swarm towards this tiny spot where the mole has come out from underground to create the first little hole that they all collectively work on together. A fox comes running and begins to dig. A deer comes and begins to dig. Can you imagine what a deer looks like when it digs? It's clumsy, but it's there. Wolves come, bears come, and they're not interested in attacking the fox or the deer. They're all doing this together. Eagles fly down from the sky and they dig and they dig. The huge bear picks up the soil, almost like human hands, and is just lumbering it from left to right. Some of it hits the deer in the face, but it just carries on with its clumsy digging. Demeter watches. She watches nature in action. They're digging inwards. The animals continue to bury and dig and flick up the soil until the space is big enough. The animals, which have run from all directions in the field to do this, stand up and just go back to their wild lives. Go back to their lives. Like this was completely normal. And there, in a huge 
underground cave, Persephone awaits her mother. Demeter looks down and sees the same beautiful girl who went missing all those years ago. The golden hair, the blue eyes, the same pink shawl over her. She doesn't look at him, at Hades. He is just a dark shadow next to Persephone and every year he's there with her. But Demeter never looks at him. She opens her arms to her daughter. And her daughter's feet raise from the bottom of the cave as she looks up into the hole above her head. Where her mother Demeter, she of the crops, is waiting. And she floats up and her mother takes her in her arms. Both of them, expressionless in face, come together again. And as they hold each other, the first seeds underground just begin to shake a little. The first snowdrops of spring somewhere begin to appear. The temperature raises just a degree and the daffodils slowly start to sprout. Mother takes her daughter and they walk across the field. What happens afterwards, nobody knows, but we know that Demeter is happy and content with her daughter because for the next six months there is life and there is growth. And that is the end of the story of Demeter and Persephone. Well, thanks very much for listening, folks, and I hope that you got something from my little telling of the Greek myth of Persephone and Demeter. And I would just like to let you know that in April this year, 2021, and it's always worth saying just in case you're listening years ahead in the future, which often happens with podcasts. Um, I'm launching a new nature therapy course based solely on myths and tales from nature. And for two months, I will be sharing various tales, stories from mythology across the world, and each tale and story will inspire an ecotherapy exercise that I will ask you to do. I will ask you to go out in nature and be inspired by the tale and to bond with nature in a way that the story has connected us, um, specifically related to each story. And I will also read your tarot personally, send you on a nature pilgrimage. Um, I'm very excited about this course. It's something I've been working on for a very long time. Um, so if you go to naturecourses.info, you can find it there. And even if you're listening in the future, there will be other similar courses up. Um, and yeah, I just want to say thanks for tuning in. And I also want to say a special thank you to Matthew Browning, who's become a new patron on the podcast and also to Harriet Sams for also becoming a patron on the podcast. Um, it's really very much appreciated and, and 
all of your donations and support towards this podcast helped me to to keep it going basically um so yeah supporting the podcast means that i can prioritize it and and you know hopefully it can be part of my work in life going into the future um which i really hope so so thank you very much folks and um hope you appreciate all of those shameless plugs at the end there but um hope you appreciate it's very much necessary because this is uh, uh helping me to put food on the table these shameless plugs it must be said now um so i really appreciate you tuning in Please enjoy nature this week and pay attention to the gorgeous world out there all around us. Don't let your thoughts take control of you. Step outside of your thoughts every now and then and be with everything out there. Have a lovely week. Take care and bye-bye. Visit me online at naturetherapyonline.net.